Welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Certified Financial Planner Stephen Strickland from Wise Wealth LLC. In this podcast, we help individuals and couples plan for a peaceful and enjoyable retirement. Join us on this journey where we explore the importance of simplifying the retirement planning process as Stephen, with his years of experience and expertise in retirement income planning, along with guest experts, will help you achieve first wisdom, then wealth. And don't forget to check out the Simplify Your Retirement online course and other great resources at SimplifyYourRetirement.com. Now, on to the show. Hello, and welcome to Simplify Your Retirement with Stephen Strickland. Hello, Stephen. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Uh, It's going great. Uh, You know, I'm really excited about the episode today. I know as financial planners in a financial planning firm, a lot of times, uh, most of these episodes focus on the financial aspect of retirement. But, you know, there is another side of retirement too, the non-financial side. Yes. And we know that in the industry, especially traditional financial advice, a lot of times gets people only to retirement. And one of the things that we've really focused on our firm is getting people not only to retirement, but through retirement. But at the same time, you know, most financial planners focus on, uh, you know, retirement goals. And those goals center around, you know, someone's living expenses in retirement, someone's lifestyle expenses in retirement. But, and it really, you know, tends to center around money and finances. And so that's our expertise. That's our goal. Make sure people don't outlive their assets. Uh, people have enough money to to be able to enjoy life the way they want to, you know, not only in the early years of retirement, but all the way through retirement, have enough money to pay for healthcare expenses. So there's a lot of things as financial planners that we worry about, if you want to use that term or get concerned about, but then there are, you know, really a lot of non- financial things that people should, you know, prepare themselves for in retirement. And certainly as financial planners, we don't tend to focus on that. I don't know if any financial planners do, even though a lot of times we see it. Uh, Yeah, after being, this is our 15th year as a firm at Wise Wealth. It's our 15th anniversary this year. And so over time, obviously we've helped hundreds of families. We've helped hundreds of people get to retirement and into retirement. And as great of a job we feel like we can do to help people plan for that financially, uh, a lot of times we do see that people are not prepared you know, maybe emotionally, uh, maybe they're not prepared socially. There's a lot of other ways to be prepared. That's why I'm excited about the, the guests that we have on today. That's great. And so I know you do have a guest here. This is going to be an exciting episode. Uh, definitely one you want to share. If you haven't subscribed yet, uh, click the button below to be able to subscribe. That way, new episodes come out and readily available, easy to share. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot to go back and binge listen to. But uh, today's a great episode. So who do you have in the studio with us today? Yeah, absolutely. Today, we're glad to be joined by Samantha Lane. Samantha is an associate certified coach with the ICF. She launched Lumina Coaching in May of 2016 and has since served dozens of people in support of their best life. She is a life coach, passionate about helping people get unstuck and gain awareness on developing their personal sense of balance, wellness, and success in life. For those of you in the Kansas City area, Samantha is also a Kansas City native. She's right here in our local area as well. She most often works with men and women making the huge transition to retirement, understanding that this life change is not a cliff to jump off of, but an opportunity to build bridges grounded with your values and strengths. And so I've had the pleasure of getting to know Samantha really over the last year. Samantha, thank you for joining me 
on the podcast today. Yeah, so happy to be here. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, yep. Paul. Yep. Yeah, thanks for the work that you're doing financially for mm-hmm. retirees. And it's great to collaborate and partner today. Absolutely. Uh, I've been intrigued, you know, really since, you know, we first met. You're, you're a coffee drinker like I am. And so it's always good. So I know we met for coffee one time and talked about these things. And, you know, a, as a financial planner, you know, I've, I've been a financial planner, like I said, for 15 years. Yeah, Congrats well, on the 15-year yeah. milestone. That's thank huge. You. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. It, what was interesting about you know, meeting you and talking to you is you were the first person I seriously have ever heard of or talked to that was focused on coaching retirees. You know, in other words, and looking at their life and their balance and their goals after retirement that are non-financial. And so I thought that was intriguing to me because I think a lot of people will think of a life coach as someone they they hire when they're working yep. or they're needing to switch careers or to find themselves in their work and their careers and families. Somehow you decided to focus on retirees. I know you work with other people, but people in retirement. I guess I want to ask you, start with that and ask you, what made you focus on people in retirement? Yeah, thanks for asking. Well, I'm definitely happy to leave the financial expertise to you folks. That's not my realm. But we know that big transitions are going to make a disruption across all areas of life. And I think that coaching is definitely gaining traction in leadership coaching, executive coaching, um, all these different, you know, even physical wellness coaching. And it sort of feels like this this group of um, elders, if you will, with all this wise information and gifts and talents are are being are missing out yeah. with that kind of support structure. I love right. how you said earlier, like we're not just trying to get them to retire to something, mm-hmm. but to retire through. Yes. And that's what I'm really talking about when I talk about those bridges. Yeah. And so retirement. I had been coaching for uh, a couple of years and, you know, there's an evolution of building a business. Mm -hmm. And so just meeting with other professionals and really realizing that there's Mm -hmm. this unmet need for these um, folks in this later life transition, because you think about a college grad and like, okay, what's, you know, what's next? Well, that same question is happening over and over again for those that are leaving their occupations after 30, 40 years. Like, that's a really big question. And so how do you want to build those bridges to a healthy life? Yeah, that's awesome. You know, we've done, you know, studies as far as, you know, longevity, Mm -hmm. you know, how people, how long people are living and living in retirement. Mm. So there's a very real possibility that someone could live 25 years after they retire, after they quit their job, after they don't work nine to five anymore. So it's like, what are you going to do with your life then? And, And, you know, what have you seen, I guess, you know, across the board, what have you studied? What have you heard as far as people in retirement, do they tend to lose purpose? Do they mm. tend to lose passion? You know, what, what do you find? Yeah, well, you said, you know, what are they going to do? And it's also, I think, what what are you going to think? What are you going to feel? What's the mm. mindset you want to embody? Because mm. really, we we don't know how to actually plan for the whole 25 years of retirement or mm-hmm. 10 years of retirement, whatever it ends up being. But we can plan for the next right step. Yeah. And so when people have that growth mindset still mm-hmm. in their later years of life, and there's some that really have a lot of dreams that they've kind of yeah. put on the side burner. And and there's actually sometimes a fear to pick those up so mm-hmm. we can work through that in coaching. Right. Sometimes they really don't have a, a clear idea of that, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. And we got to uncover and it helps to have me asking some powerful questions and right. being that neutral sounding board yep. so that they can really sort through like, oh yeah, I do have gifts and talents and strengths. They don't just disappear because right. I retired. I can bring those into different dimensions, different yeah. environments. Yep. Um, and That's so great. there's a lot to explore. And 
you know, definitely just depending on a person's context, right. how burnt out are they feeling? What is their personal support structure? Right. Is their partner or spouse still living? I mean, there's a right. lot to look at for that unique and personal story. That's good. And Paul, I like this, you know, because obviously we focus on people, you know, being able to in retirement give and serve and enjoy life. We want people to be able to do that. So we try to provide financially for them to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we just know we don't want to neglect. And that's why I thought this was so important. You know, you, people do a lot of planning as far as estate and tax and financial, but then there's this whole other side as far as, you know, uh, feeling valued, feeling needed, you know, having a, you know, a purpose in retirement. Yeah, absolutely. And you think about just even the fact that most people work 30, 40 years and then they retire. But these days people are living 30, 40 years in retirement. That's a lot of life to live. And so there's a lot of things to consider. I think those three pillars, even the give, serve, enjoy, that's a great starting point to launch, you know, like what what are the things I can still give maybe in a different way? Yeah. Where are the areas I want to serve deeper or right. let go of? And it's it's just such an inflection point to really um, kind of peel the curtain back, think again about those values yeah. and take some purposeful action. Yeah. Um, and I also think sometimes people feel like life is happening to them. Right. And I've realized that coaching is a partnership that's really empowering yes. where there's this self-assurance and personal choice with yeah. what's what's coming next. Yeah, what I love about, you know, what you do, Samantha, and uh, and coaching people is uh, is asking the right questions. So for example, a lot of what we do with financial planning, you know, a lot of people will come to us because we know what questions to ask. We we know what they're not thinking about that they yeah. need to be thinking about, the pitfalls that are out there that they may not know that we can help them avoid. And so same thing with you. Mm-hmm. You know, as a coach, they may they may go into retirement, everything's great, they're financially set, but now they don't know what else they don't know. Mm-hmm. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, a coach with that knows the questions to ask yep. uh, can be extremely helpful to people to open up and get the help they need yeah. with that. Well, and a little note on that too. There's a lot of times we want to rely on the the consultants and say, you know, tell me what to do next. Mm-hmm. And, and it right. doesn't mean like glean expertise for sure, especially when it comes to nitty gritty numbers and the mm-hmm. financial, you know, growth that yeah. you guys can help them achieve. But I also think, you know, I can connect with my clients because I've been in a place in my life where I didn't really know what to do next. You mentioned I'm a Kansas City native. Yeah. I am, went to high school at Gardner Edgerton, <laughs> but then I moved away to Minnesota for almost nine years. And I was really on this fence of indecision to move back. And that's when I found coaching. I actually worked with a coach, got incredible momentum and clarity in just a few short months, and then decided to turn it into a career and moved and launched my business in May of 2016. But listeners might be curious to know, I actually haven't retired. I'm I'm in my my youngish (laughs) middle-aged years. (laughs) And and so it's interesting, you know, sometimes they're like, "Uh, can she really like speak authority? But that's what's so cool about the coaching part. Partnership right. is it's not actually one of authority. Like I'm coming in as an expert mm-hmm. in your life. Here's ABC, what to do to retire. Mm-hmm. You're the expert on your life and I'm your partner to help uncover these next steps and next actions. That's awesome. Very powerful. And that's a great way to say it. You don't have to find someone to tell you what to do with your life and retirement. You're the expert on that. Your job is to draw that out of them and help them accomplish that. It's awesome. Paul, I'm not going to let you jump in here, but anytime anybody mentions Minnesota, you know, they can take over the whole show. Paul is a native of Minnesota, so I'm not going to let you guys start talking about Minnesota. I just want you guys to know. (laughs) But I I love this paper that you wrote, uh, Samantha, on the six non-financial mistakes. You know, we have 10 concerns or risk challenges that people should avoid, you know, financially going into retirement. You have six non-financial mistakes 
Mm -hmm. uh, that people make going into retirement. And so in our episode today, I want to make sure we cover these things. I think they're all extremely important. So first mistake you mentioned is seeing retirement as an ending rather than a beginning. Yep. Um, And you talk about how retirement, your life is not ending Mm -hmm. (laughs) just because you retire. Yep. And and it sounds a little obvious, but also this gets wrapped up and this gets messy. We feel like our identity, you know, how we've been useful to others. Mm -hmm. And and so really seeing it as as a new beginning, a new chapter. And and to speak a little too about that, that story of me moving back to Kansas, that was how I was envisioning it for a while. All I could see was who am I going to miss? You know, what am I going to miss out on in Minnesota? Mm -hmm. And and oh my goodness, all this sad instead of whoa. What am I actually growing towards? How am I expanding my skills and my strengths rather than staying comfortable and you right. know with what's familiar? Well, and so shifting that just a little bit for folks to get excited about the retirement right. and what they're moving towards. That's good. Uh, yeah, I can imagine sometimes people do you know when they walk away from a career after being there so long, a comfort level mm-hmm. zone. Maybe people answering to them, all kinds of things that it could actually be a sad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily just hey, this is great. I can't wait to leave right. and just start doing these other things. But for some people, there, maybe there is a little bit of fear, I'm Absolutely. sure, and some, yeah. you know, some sadness. And you want to have acknowledgement of yeah. that chapter. There was there was plenty of tears when I moved from Minnesota. There yeah. was lots of, you know, final dinners and coffees with people yes. and such. You know, so it's not that we have to rush through and put on our happy face and just, you know, jump gleefully to mm-hmm. retirement. Right. Yeah. But there is this idea of acknowledge what's ending, but mm-hmm. really make space for the growth of what's beginning. That's good. That's awesome. And I know you use the analogy of a cliff. You know, I mean, retirement is not a cliff, yeah. but it's actually a bridge. Yeah. And this comes up a lot with risk-taking and any life change. I mean, I I do work with folks that are not in only the retirement change, but maybe seeking a different career in general, a promotion, a different relationship. You know, there's all sorts of life changes. Mm -hmm. But when, you know, think about like on a diving board or a cliff, you know, if that water underneath is really muddy and murky, no, we don't want to jump. But when we clarify what, you know, this clear pool water of what we're jumping into, it's, it feels a lot more satisfying, yep. safe, exciting to take right. that leap. Exactly. And, and I know you mentioned in this uh, the section here, you know, don't look backwards because mm-hmm. you're not going that way. Not and I think a lot way. of people probably do that in retirement. They always are looking back to what they were doing and, and those kinds of things. And it's healthy, I'm sure, to actually look forward. And even if you think of some of these folks who have been in their jobs for, you know, 30, 35 years, and some of them not changing. I mean, that's a unique thing that we have with the retirees of of right now, this generation. Um, you know, I've changed jobs four times already as a 33-year-old, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily the same for right. my 65-year-old parents. Right. And so, you know, thinking through, sorry, mom and dad, you're only 61. Right. That was... <laughs> 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 but I'm thinking through, you know, the last time they changed a job, they were what, 20, right. 24, you know? Yeah. So this is actually really just upending a lot within themselves of like, this yeah. is really uncomfortable. <laughs> right, exactly. That's true. So that's number one, you know, not looking at retirement as an ending, but rather as a beginning. That's the way the mindset people need to have. Another mistake, non-financial that people make going to retirement is thinking that they have to have it all figured out. Yep. In other words, before they retire, they need to know what they're going to be doing 10 years from now, 15 yep. years from now, 20 years from now. Yeah. But uh, but they don't need to have it all figured out. Yeah, that or even just the sense that when their neighbor asks them that they need to be able to spew out the quick answer and this is what I'm doing and I'm going to volunteer here three times a week or I'm going to watch my grandkid or we're going to go travel here. And there is... Um, 
I, you know, I'm a, a maturity even, mm-hmm. or just that self-assurance again of saying, you know, I might not know. And that's okay. I had a client a right. couple years ago where, um, he was getting re- ready to retire after lots and lots of years of physical therapy work, you know, pretty demanding, mm-hmm. um, on his schedule, on his body. And he was so, um, he really wanted the rest. He was really right. craving just like a few months to just chill and yes. think about it. But I said, you know, what if you go to the mailbox and your neighbor says, what are you going to do, Kyle? And he's like, oh man, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I'm going to just kind of rest and hang out with my wife and I'll figure it out. And that question and that my example actually brought tears because he realized he unlocked something in that session Mm -hmm. that he wouldn't feel worthy of rest. You know, so then that was something for us to unpack. Right. To feel guilty about, I don't know what I'm going to do. I just want to take it easy for a few months. And everyone else is trying to think, why would you retire? And you don't know know what you're doing next and that kind of stuff. But not to feel guilty about that. Enjoy the process, Mm -hmm. enjoy the journey, but but figure it out. Yeah. And knowing that even saying, I'm going to, I'm going to take a few months to rest. Like that is a plan. That's step one on your plan. And that's all you need to know right now. Because as long as you're walking in your integrity and your values for each step, Mm -hmm. the next step is going to be uncovered for you. That's right. why we don't have to plan 10 years down the road and right. have it planned out exactly. Right. That's good. That's good. Um, I do want to remind everyone I'm talking to uh, Samantha Lane, a uh, life coach, uh, focusing on people of all stages of life, but you know, really focusing on people that are in retirement, helping them enjoy the life they have. Mm-hmm. Paul, I think we need to always take time in the middle of our show. We were being told by coaches that we need to make sure we tell people who we are. Do you want to do that? Because I think I'm going to do that in the middle of the show today and then we'll keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is a good time. I had written down a few notes here too. You've referenced uh, a few times uh, some of the things we've already covered in previous seasons. So like you referenced the mission statement. Mm -hmm. Season three really took a deep dive into that, especially episodes one and two. Go back and listen to those, uh, you know, 10 mistakes to financial mistakes to avoid. We're talking about Mm -hmm. the six non-financial today, but the 10 mistakes are really covered in season one. So, you know, in the show notes below, there are great ways to be able to click and link to those and go back and listen to other episodes. Make sure you subscribe. Also, our website, simplifyyourretirement.com, is a great resource. You can find out about live classes, online classes, the book, and of course, a link to the podcast there as well. Thank you for that. So simplifyyourretirement.com. I know, uh, Samantha, you're you're reading the book. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> oh, good. Appreciate that. So we're on one of the six non-financial mistakes that people make going to retirement. Mistake number three is not widening your web of relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I want to talk to you about that because uh, you really talk about people that become lonely or you get isolated in retirement. Yeah, and I think our social wellness is actually such a driver of of our overall health and wellness. And there's this little, you know, fact that research shows us that your longevity, how long you will live is tied to your social wellness. So Mm -hmm. what's the quality of your close relationships? And also just how many people are you talking to -to face-to-face in a day? And I'm really interested to see what research comes out after COVID pandemic lockdown, because I have to believe it was just really shaken up in an unhealthy way. But just think about even you know, saying hello to whoever's at the front desk at your office, or, you know, maybe having lunch once a month with, with certain clients or certain coworkers, Mm -hmm. if that's going to change when you retire, because your workplace is changing, how is that going to be supported? And Mm -hmm. what's going to take place of that? The social wellness is a really important one to be planful about. I agree with that totally. And and building relationships and maybe coaching people on how to, you know, develop friendships and maybe the people they've worked with, they've all moved away and who knows, what else, but be able to continue those, the healthy interactions 
in relationships with people. Yeah, and there's a there's a lot in this too. I mean, some you hear maybe spouses are retiring around the same time and they're like, we're actually a little bit nervous to have too much time together. Yeah. You know, what's this going to look like? Yeah. And we can work on like those intimate, close personal relationships. Yeah, but also just, again, is there a community you want to get involved with? Mm-hmm. And how do we start to build a bridge to that community? I think it's so important. Yeah, I've met with uh, some clients recently, you know, who have believed, you know, that their, their parents, for example, you know, died, you know, during this time of COVID because they were isolated, literally no contact, no human contact, no human touching, Mm -hmm. none of these sorts of things. And they feel, you know, bad about that because there was a period of time where they wouldn't let people in. They couldn't see them. And these people, especially as they get, you know, very elderly and living in assisted living type of things, you know, what it does to their mental state, which also affects their health. Yeah. So, I mean, so heartbreaking. And also to think if you're, you know, in your 60s, 70s, looking forward to retirement, like, how do I want to combat that now? You know, so maybe you almost feel like, I'm being more social than I than I think I need to be right, right. now, but that is going to pay dividends later on right. the road. Not only is it going to keep you just yep. around interesting people, interesting conversations, you know, we can all think of someone who is just sort of stuck on the couch all day right. and interacting with the TV is not actually a social community, you know? <laughs> yes. So how to just really combat that early and be planful. Uh, very good. Great advice. Um, you mentioned in this uh, this article here in the paper, that the single best predictor of how long you will live mm-hmm. is the quality of your close relationships and the level of your social integration. I mean, just that fascinating. Was a statement. I think it's I think it's underestimated mm-hmm. and underappreciated. I mean, even you mentioned kind of elderly retires. My yeah. my grandparents are yeah. close to ninety, and when they moved from there from their home, just the two of them to an assisted living and they get to say hello to people at lunch. And I really think it's been one of the sole predictors of how my grandpa has made it another three, four years. Mm That's interesting. That's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, So another non-financial mistake people make going to retirement. Number four, picturing retirement as 100% vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like you mentioned, and when we're working and we have our careers, you know, a vacation begins and then it ends. Yeah. And you go back to work. Start date and end date. Yeah. That's right. You know, I'm going on vacation for a week actually. But if people go into retirement with the mindset, this is one big long vacation, you think, you, you believe that's not healthy. Yeah. I think at some point there's going to be this sense of, you know, complacency right. of, I'm not saying don't have fun, you know, go, go, go golf. (laughs) That's what a lot of people want to do in retirement. Go golf, go find a beach. beach. Exactly. Go have your, your happy hour with your gals Mm -hmm. or your guys. It's just to know that this is going to be much more fruitful for you when there's actually that, um, that purpose and that passion and that other sense of work yeah. doesn't have to be paid work, but no. some sense of work. And that could be working in your yard, you right. know, and then going to the happy hour. That could be, yeah. you know, going to volunteer at your church, all the different things. You get to define that. But if you're only seeing retirement as as re- vacation, yes. that's going to be a pitfall. Yeah. I think it's very important, you know I mean, for people to, you know, have purpose, um, to plan things outright, you know, financially. And then these things we're talking about today, but to do things on purpose, like you're saying, if you, if you just go into retirement and say, I have no plan, I have no purpose, I, you know, I've worked my whole career, I'm just, it's going to be one big long vacation. And a lot of times I talk to retirees and and that diff, does feel great. Sometimes people need a month, sometimes yeah, you need two months, sometimes you need six months sure. to just finally sure. relax and relax yourself to yep. where you don't, can't relax anymore. Yep. But then, you know, have a plan, have a purpose. Some, you know, I, I've read different books. 
books, obviously a lot of books yeah. on retirement. How, you know, even if you love golf, I mean, but if you're really going to play golf five days yeah. a week for 30 years, I mean, yeah. probably not eventually yeah. um, in those kinds of things. So it's important to not just mm-hmm. think, I guess, that it's just one mm-hmm. big vacation. Right. Absolutely. And we're, and this is obviously a bit more of a long-term yes. um, aspect, but I, I do want to encourage people to take their vacations yeah, and to take that, you know, I've heard of, of couples, the best thing they did when, when one or both of them retired was they maybe went on a two week right away yeah. and just changed the environment That's where right. they could really rest, where they didn't have to dive into those house projects day yeah. one of retirement, you yes, know? Absolutely. So changing That's your environment right. for that rejuvenation can yep. be super helpful. Great. That's awesome. Paul, maybe you can look back too and let us know. I know we had a, uh, we had a guest, Mark Comfort on where he talked about vacations mm. and travel, you know, for people in retirement. Maybe we can awesome. let people know what episode that was here in a minute. Uh, so mistake number five, Samantha, thinking health and wellness will just happen for you. So you spend your whole life and career saying, uh, you know, next year is the year I'm going to lose the 10 pounds. Next year, I'm going to do yeah. these things. But when I get to retirement, I'm finally going to be able to do it. Right. Because time, <laughs> yeah, they, they feel the like there's going to be an abundance yeah, of no time. Excuse now. Yep. No excuse now. And yet, what are our habits shaping? And are you already taking a vote to be that person? There's a great book out there, Atomic Habits. If anybody who's looking at behavior change, you know, he talks about, you know, take action. That's a vote to the person you want to be. So Mm -hmm. if you think you're going to have extra time in retirement to work out, great, you probably will. But what's, you know, are you working out even one day today? Mm -hmm. That's again, that's that build building a bridge right. to where you want to be. It's coming back to, uh, you know, I guess, who you are, mm-hmm. like you're saying, and the habits that you have just because you retired doesn't mean, like you said, you're going to dust off all the cookbooks yeah. and start making all these great meals, even though you've wanted to all the years you've yep. worked yep. and you automatically think, I'm going to do that when I retire. It doesn't mean automatically you do it's just because a you're, it's a matter situation. of who you are. There's actually something here, literally just yesterday yeah. with a client who's anticipating retirement, we were talking about this phys- physical wellness dimension. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at some point there's going to be too many things that might be fresh starting. So you hit that retirement date and they're like, oh, now I need to start my workout regimen and I need to do this and yeah. I need to do this. Yep. You know, you don't necessarily want all these life changes starting at the same time. Yes. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to yeah. feel exhausted. So again, the more bridges, it's like an on-ramp, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, you might not be at that physical wellness place you want to be. And you can mm-hmm. absolutely work more on it in mm-hmm. retirement. But can we build an on-ramp right here, yeah. right now? You know, you've got today, you can show up the way right. you want to. And and, and uh, I guess having a plan for that and, and really having accountability in that. Yes. Yeah. And one of the greatest things about coaching is that you get to like work out the kinks with your plan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, powerful questioning is that I'm not just going to listen to like, okay, yep, here's the thing. It's like, all right, now what's mm-hmm. going to get in the way yeah. of, of you pursuing that? Mm-hmm. How do you know this is actually going to be successful? It's that clarity, clarity, clarity. We're really trying to clarify that pool that you're jumping into again, right? Right. Not muddy waters. Very good. Paul? Yes, absolutely. So the the episode you referenced uh, with Mark Comfort, that was season three, episode nine. Season three, episode nine, simplifyyourretirement.com, where we actually talked about taking a a vacation, you know what I mean? Not for the rest of your uh, life, you know what I mean? But a good vacation when you start to retire. Yeah, check that out. Uh, So we're here with the Samantha Lane. It's been outstanding, you know, information, Samantha. Appreciate it very much the six non-financial mistakes people make going to retirement. One is seeing retirement as an ending rather than a beginning. Two is thinking you have to have it all figured out. Mistake number three is not widening your web of relationships. 
Mistake number four is picturing retirement as a 100% vacation. Mistake number five, thinking health and wellness will just happen for you. And mistake number six, the final one is not having someone that you trust, not having a trusting, uh, trusted sounding board. Yeah, I want to make just a little note on the the health and wellness again, because outside of the sort of unexpectedness of the social wellness, that web of relationships, physical wellness is what you hear the most. I mean, our bodies are changing. Aging brings on certain things. There's more doctor's appointments. There's not the same movement perhaps as they want. And there's a lot of folks that maybe weren't happy with the last last 10 years they took care of their bodies or not. Mm -hmm. And so- that's just a really prevalent one. And to say it's it's okay to pour in more effort and energy into that. That's actually really important because your body is going to be your vehicle for enjoying your retirement. Right. Very good. And then finally, I guess, you know, one of the mistakes people make is not having a coach. Yeah. I mean, trusted sounding board, just like they work with their financial advisors there that have, they have that expertise to really work through the plan, you know, think about the pitfalls. Um, I think it's a new thing to even um, recommend, Hey, do you have a coach you're working with? And we do it for athletes. You know, that's when coach, that's how people think of coaches the most. Um, and it's been said, you know, how many hundreds of times that the best athletes have coaches, you know? And so thinking about like, you're worth it too. You're worth it. Your life, your skills, your strengths to translate is worth having a neutral sounding board. Not forever and ever. I mean, I I typically work with people for a three month package. That's nine sessions to really get some nitty gritty transformation. And then you can be on your merry way. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's awesome, Samantha. I, I'm a believer in this and, and it certainly was eye-opening to me, which is why you're on the show today because uh, like I started the show with, we're financial planners, we're focused on the financial health but really, a lot of times, you know, not the other things. We're not experts in that area, but people like you are. And and I love the fact that you just help people be, you know, become the best that they can be. That's what you're trying to uncover. Yep. You're asking the not questions. Not what I think they can be. Uh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. And their vision for retirement for themselves and helping them to be the most healthy, not uh, emotionally, socially, all these other kinds of ways, which I think is extremely important. And so um, I certainly have been glad to, to get to know you, meet you, refer our clients to you. I do want to know from anyone listening to the show today, is there a resource that you have that people can get their hands on? Is there a way to reach you? How do they contact you? Yeah, and absolutely. if they want to get in touch with you. So my website is Lumina, L-U-M-I-N-A, and then a dash coaching.com. Um, you can sign up for a complimentary strategy session there. Um, you can shoot me an email. I would be happy to send you the PDF of these six yes. mistakes to avoid that we've been talking about. If you yeah. want to read a little bit more about them, that would be the right. best way. Lumina coaching, L-U-M-I-N-A dash coaching.com. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I recommend uh, Samantha. As she mentioned, um, she does have a, a three month coaching package where yep. it includes nine sessions. And yep. so uh, for some of you listening to the show today, I'm sure you would find that extremely valuable. Or uh, Paul, you, they may know someone uh, that they want to share this you know, this show with, this episode with. I, I have a feeling this one will be extremely shareable. Uh, Samantha, thank you very much for coming in yeah, today, sharing you. this information. I think it's very valuable appreciate and it. appreciate that. And uh, Paul, um, you know, this is another way we want to add value. So our focus on our firm is adding value to our clients. Uh, we do that through education. And one of the ways we educate people is through this podcast. And so we want our clients to, to listen to this podcast. We want other people who have not been introduced to our firm to listen to this podcast to know that we're going to help them in any way we can at Wise Wealth. Uh, but then we also have uh, connections and resources like Samantha that we can help them with that's beyond financial planning. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, 
I know it was great to be able to have you on the episode today, Samantha. Really appreciate you being here. And we'll have to talk about Minnesota when we're done here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do put information links in the show notes. I know not everyone is available to look at those as they're listening to this, but certainly want to make sure that you have the access to that. And so we created ways for you to be able to get, a, you know, be able to go back and get the information on this. Click share all of that, you know, one of the easiest ways to do that is really click the subscribe now button Mm -hmm. because it allows you to be able to receive these as they come out. Uh, We have them coming out every two weeks. And so, uh, you know, when a new episode is pushed out there, but it also makes it a lot easier to share with your family and friends. And this is one that definitely we want to be able to share with family and friends. So look in the show notes. Also, you know, it referenced your book a couple times in the in here, Stephen, the Simplify Your Retirement book. Uh, we'll put a link in the show notes to request one. Otherwise, you can send us an email at info, I-N-F-O, at simplifyyourretirement.com, and we'd be glad to get you a copy of Stephen's book. So make sure you do that. Thank you, Samantha. Thank, thank you, you, Stephen. So much, guys. And of course, our last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. I mean, really, you're the reason we do this. We wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for tuning into the Simplify Your Retirement podcast with Stephen Strickland. For everyone at Wise Wealth, this is Paul Brock reminding you that financial peace comes from having a plan. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Simplify Your Retirement podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of WiseWealth LLC or Simplify Your Retirement. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of a financial advisor or other qualified financial professionals with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. 